Welcome back to From Hevel to Eternity. I'm Brian and this is my Bible study podcast. We're currently in between major studies and we're working through some smaller mini-series. I titled this particular mini-series Verses That Guide Me because even though the entire Bible guides me in my faith journey, there were a few verses that I set aside to meditate on when I was first starting to work through being a Jesus follower. I started with gospel-saturated verses, like 1 Corinthians 15, 3-4, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. On Romans 3, 23-24, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by his grace as a gift, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Romans 5.8 But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 6.23 For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. 1 John 4.10 In this is love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. And then Romans 8.1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So then I came up with eight broad categories that I then broke down into two subsections each for a total of 16 verses that helped me out as I was growing and continue to grow in my faith walk. The eight categories that I decided on were being a Christian, and this is made up of being a disciple of Jesus, being a worshiper, and abiding in God. Seconds, being a spouse, being a loving husband, and being initiating and engaging in my marriage. Third is being a parent, a compassionate dad, and a correctional teacher. Fourth is being a brother and a son, and for me this focuses on being an encourager and being patient. Fifth is being a leader, both as a mentor and as a biblical student. Sixth is being a friend who focuses around availability and community. Seventh is my career, where I set out to be an example and an evangelist. And the last one is my hobbies. I want to be a good steward of my body and my resources, and I need to aim to glorify God through everything that I do. The first four categories were covered last episode. This episode, we're aiming to tackle the last four. My original basis for doing this was Proverbs 28.19. The KJV version says, Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. I pray that the verses themselves here might be helpful to read through. But more than anything, that these episodes will encourage you to meditate and to find a few verses that might help you in areas of your life. One of the categories is being a biblical mentor, and this coin definitely has two sides to it. First, it involves being a teacher. Galatians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts. 1 Peter 5.3 says, Not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. So this involves teaching others biblical truths, engaging in hard conversations, mentoring people, 
but it also involves worshiping with people in a corporate setting where we can sing and study together. And it's not about being smug or over anybody. It's about being an example. And subcategory two kind of really hits on this, that being a mentor also involves humility, learning and listening to others. First Peter 3.15 says, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. I'm always looking for gospel conversations and teachable moments, but I need to meditate and pray through what it looks like to approach those times with gentleness and respect. Another category that I keep in my notebook as a reminder is that I need to be a friend to the core people that God's put in my path. Not like, hey, I liked your Facebook post, but something deeper and more biblical. It involves being present and available whenever they need me. Galatians 6.2 says, Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. There's no way that we can bear one another's burdens if we're not present with each other. We're not called to be amazing counselors who always have the right magic words to any situation. But we are called to be available, to listen and to engage with the core group of people that God has provided deep relationships with us. The second category is being communal. 1 Thessalonians 2.8 says, So being affectionately desirous of you, we were ready to share with you not only the gospel of God, but also our own selves because you had become very dear to us. So if you forced me to provide one quote-unquote life verse type thing, I think it would probably be this one. I have this verse on more notebooks than any other. Usually it's in the NIV translation. So we cared for you because we loved you so much. We were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well. So as a community of Jesus' disciples, our foundation of togetherness has to be built on what Christ has done for us and on how scripture outlines our approach. We care together. We love together. We share together. But that's not just about sharing things. We share the gospel of God and our lives as well. penultimate category is being my vocation, the career that I have. Subcategory numero uno here is being an example displaying Christ to the people of my work by working diligently. Colossians 3, 23 and 24 say, Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. The second subcategory is being a loving evangelist. Ephesians 4.15 says, Rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into him who is the head, into Christ. I must remember that while my vocation might provide me a paycheck, what my job really affords is a mission field. Every meeting I'm in, every interaction I'm part of is that much more of an opportunity to engage with people where they are at and to build relationships that hopefully blossom into gospel-centered conversations. And just as that first Peter verse previously noted, 
Those gospel conversations should be marinated in love and gentleness and acknowledgement that Jesus Christ is the head of the church. The final category that I selected was my hobbies, because without reminders in this area, it's easy for me to get sucked in and lose focus. With my hobbies, I'm called to be a good steward of my body and my resources. Romans 12 verses 1 and 2 says, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. In today's age of manufactured social media, perfect Snapchat filters, and comparison and showing off our fitness routines and taking photos of our dietary habits, we need to be reminded that it's not about us or the people who might like our posts. While taking care of our bodies is very important, it should not be for the purpose of showing it off to others. Additionally, I specifically need to be reminded that my finances are an aspect of my worship also, and that my bank account should reflect biblical priorities and not casual hobbies. And then lastly, I must aim to glorify God through those hobbies. 1 Peter 4 verses 10 and 11 say, As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Look, God has given us amazing and varied talents, and he desires us to use them. We just need to use them in a way that shines light on who actually gave us those talents. So now we've covered all eight areas. Being a disciple of Jesus and a worshiper of him. Being a loving, sacrificial husband and an engaging initiator in our marriage. On being a gracious and compassionate father who still aims to teach and bring his children up in the ways of the Lord. On being encouraging and patient with my family. On being a mentoring leader and a humble student on being a friend who is available, present, and accountable to my biblical community, on being an example of Christ in my workplace, and also being an evangelist, knowing that my career vocation is a mission field placed before me by God, on being a good steward of my body and my resources and aiming to glorify God through all of those hobbies. Don't think that I do any of these well. I am a sinner in need of the saving grace of Jesus Christ who needs biblical guidance and correction just as much as anybody else you know. I just thought it might be helpful to share and encourage others in areas that might apply to you as well. I'll end with the KJV version of Proverbs 29:18 again. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Thanks for listening. Unless otherwise noted, all Bible verses are from the English Standard Version ESV Bible Translation, copyrighted by Crossway, a publishing ministry of Good News Publishers. There was one verse in there from the KJV, the King James, which is in the public domain, and there was one NIV, New International Version Translation, which is a copyright of Biblica Inc. Until next time, I love y'all.